Welcome everyone to Consumer Culture. I am Jesse and he is my co-host Adam, my partner in crime who would leave me holding the bag of money if there was a two-for-one sale of orange chicken at Trader Joe's. How you doing, Adam? Man, that just, orange chicken's real good. I've had it twice this week. <laughs> I went to Trader Joe's That was really today. perfect. I was like, I, went, I, went I, needed, a good, I needed something good entrance. <laughs> I was like, that's it. That's so good. That's perfect. Oh, uh, that was done. Okay. All right. That's fair. Like, I, w- I went to <laughs> today, got a thing of orange chicken and a thing of their frozen macaroni mm-hmm. and cheese, handed them my $8 and left, and came back home. It was like a half hour drive there, half hour drive back, worth every minute. <laughs> so great. Mixed uh, them together, ate it in a bowl, left God, four hours, woke ooh. up, did this podcast. Man, I bet those would be good together. <laughs> anyway. Man, uh, I was almost starting to channel Ron Funches. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> eat it in a bowl, sleep for four hours, do this podcast. Dude, you're rock bottom. Um, uh, hey, Jesse. Exactly. Yes. Boy, let me tell you. I love Fallout Boy. Yes. This is right. So, probably the first. <laughs> I'm going to round low. I'm going to round down and say probably the first thousand times I heard this song. Uh, yeah. One just oh I didn't know Fallout Boy put on new like Penny the Disco has always been Fallout Boy ish but this is just a this yeah is, Jesse I don't think has anybody told them <laughs> they've recorded a Fallout Boy song has anybody told Fallout well, Boy they've recorded a Fallout Boy song well see that's what I thought when they both came back around the same time when um Miss Jackson and I uh, know Tristan did the Dark Hit I thought they were both Fallout Boy I think this album and um. The album before this, he's trying to do more of a like a flashy Sinatra, and and I give him more credit. I mean, listen, I give I can't Disco tell way you. more credit because the new Fallout Boy album is atrocious. Listen, it's I can't bad. tell you it's shit about either. I just know this is a Fallout Boy song. <laughs> Fine. This is like a two thousand seven Fallout Boy song. I was fixing to say, except current Fallout Boy couldn't dare pull this off. They just couldn't. Like, but I, I think, think this is one of the best like a, songs of 2018. Like, this is one of the best hit singles. It's it's, it's so rock, big. It's bullshit. It's so big. It's flashy. Like, we it's keep, so great. Like, uh, at work, we keep the ra- like radio on, like, pop radio. And yeah. it's this song. Uh, and that fucking... Well, what band is it? It's got the song Broken. I like that you're broken. Broken Lonely. Yeah, Lonely the Band. I don't like that song. Lonely the uh, Band. Yeah. It, we'll see. It's okay. I, if um, I can uh, put on my glasses That synth really in there, quick. crammed in there is why yeah. it's popular. If I can put my glasses on really quick, I remember hearing that song like a year ago on Advanced Placement on Alt Nation on Sirius XM oh. Radio, and I didn't like oh it Oh, my then. God. Uh, and oh, my God. It, honestly, Oof, it's that, not even oof. the song. I'd rather hear that synth. 10,000 times looped over like, than that act, than that voice from you. It's not <laughs> even like the song song. It's just like the first line is, I like that you're broken, broken like me. And I just want to yeah, duck. Oh my, like, I'm done. No, get out, get out, um, get out, get out. I hate yeah, it. I man, hate it. I hate it. Like, I hate it. I, and it's also, I hate also the whole on that like station. miserable tongue in cheek nonsense. Yes, it's just and like, hey, popular media, by the way, follow me at existentialism. Yeah, it's, it's like, let's, <laughs> let's romanticize. Uh, mental illness and this and that and the other and it's just no no how about we don't how about I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna take that bullseye set up for you just no no (laughs) just like like I see that you're broken broken like me let's both go to therapy like that's a better song that's that's (laughs) Uh, oh my god what's the John Redcorn thing Uh, wash my wrists and my brains out (laughs) exactly 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's that song. It's the Panic of the Disco song. It's a song that we will be ending on. Spoiler alert. I do not like that third song. I do not like that fucking oh, song. I love that I don't song. like it at that all. That chorus gets me. I so don't like it's... it. Part of it is mm. I had to hear it a lot earlier this year at, when yeah. I was at, like, at a job. So I had to hear it over yeah. and over again. And also, I just, I've gotten a lot more open-minded with a lot of pop music. But something mm. about that is just so 2011 pop See, After like just... the 10th time I heard it, I was like, nah, I get it. And after the 50th time, I'm like, I like song this song is good i don't but um so you have have stockholm syndrome is what i'm hearing well you could see i sent you those two songs so you could like agree that they were worth playing you never got back to me with that last i 100 think it's worth playing uh it's Uh, one of the biggest things of the year and i think it i think it's a more interesting discussion than just like you know mm -hmm. whatever but like I do think it's like no, that's if, fine. If, we're, if we're running down the year, that has to be there. But like yeah. there's just something about it that's just so California Girls by Katy Perry. And it's nothing like Ooh. that song, but it gives me yeah. the same feeling in my gut. And I've gotten mm. a lot better. Like I used to write songs like that <laughs> off whole cloth. And now it's just like, oh no, actually this shit slaps. But something about that song, I, I don't well, we'll get there. Uh so what are we doing yeah. today? Now that um, we're so we got that out of the way. Go. Yeah. Um, but following you on Twitter, NA Davis47, me, existentialism, because ha, and consumerism with a one for the I. One of these days you're going to have no to start. No one listens to us at the very end. God. One of these days you're going to have to start spelling your fucking handle. Yeah. I know. It's kind of funny to not it's because like, my life's miserable and I'm there's... dumb. <laughs> I used to listen to a podcast that was uh, hosted by a guy named Henry Gilbert, and mm-hmm. he had a misspelling in his Twitter handle, oh, and it shit. was Henry G. And so gotcha. instead of fixing it, he would just say, follow me at H-E-N-R-E-Y-G. <laughs> and people were like, what? <laughs> so E-X-I-T-T-E-N-T-I-A-L-I-S-M. Crooked R, crooked Double R, double Double R, double J, double F, double so we're just gonna go straight into music real quick not a whole lot to add um it's mostly me because i like to obsess over albums and count and all that shit but and i'm just did a bunch of that in our like third episode yeah and so if you want those you can go for that um things i've added since then um love japanese music love japanese metal and this Mm -hmm. is my album of the year it's by a group of guys called her name and blood which sounds like brutal nonsensical bullshit but they're really just japanese kill switch engage but like more party rock kind of nonsensical bullshit is is what you're saying yeah i know right kill switch engage her name yeah um but this is the last song on the album called power and this is the song when i heard it and i kept hearing it and i kept listening to the album i was like I don't think I can care about anyone else's opinion uh, about music ever again. This this song personally, hello? I think, I freed me. I yeah. got my hand up. You did oh, not God. tell me to get the song Power. You told me to get the song Simple Things. No, no, the album is called Power. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said this is. You said this is the last song on the album Power. On the so album Power. It's, it's like yeah, the album said, is Power. It's, it's like when I implied that Pete Dunne was in the women's match at NXT Takeover Blackpool. <laughs> yes, yes. And it so is. same yes. thing. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. It was just like I was like re-looking at the yeah. text. And I was like that definitely no, says simple the things. The album. 
Yeah, the song's called Simple Things, and getting to the chorus is just like, yeah, man, I gotta stop worrying about what I say my favorite album of the year is and just say this. It's simple. It really is, but it's like... <laughs> it's just big meathead love rock, really? <laughs> I love that 80s, like, fucking Bon Jovi riff that they made slightly heavier. It's that nostalgic thing, but it's like, man, it's it's the simple things that make you feel yeah. so good about life. And it's just, I love that it's like, everyone in this band looks like JoJo villains, JoJo oh, yes, adventure villains, do. and it, and <laughs> and it's that, and it's just this. You're like, not the only. It's person gonna be I, all right, biker like, man. It's so. You're good. not the only person I've seen make that comparison to. I think I've seen a couple other people on Twitter say that same thing. Um, that's great because this guy, yeah, this and so uh, really fun. He sounds like like Brett Michaels trying to sound like Cher, if that makes any <laughs> sense. Kind of like singing that. out of the back you of his throat. Yeah, because like uh, Howard Jones, the the black guy in Killswitch, before they yes. switch back to their original singer, he had that kind of like meaty yes. baritone high voice. And it, but it works in this weird, like, kind of English way here with the Japanese, like, aesthetic. And it just, it's so glorious. And it's un, it's unforgivingly brash and just open to me. It, it feels like you couldn't find a more modest, in your face band. And that's just, it made me appreciate it so it, much. So it I was like, you know what? Very much like, I don't think there's anyone out there who would be shocked. To go into the garage and see their dad listening to this while working on the the broke down car he bought for twenty bucks at the at the yeah, junkyard. Absolutely. Yes. You know, you're listening to um, this while trying to remember which which one a fucking three eighths wrench is. Right. Um, but so after that, um, another kind of like meathead party group. Um, they're called Don Bracco. They are from. Uh, London, I think, or Brit just Britain in general. Um, and this was earlier like in the a year. British name, Don Bracco. Yeah, they are goofy as all hell. They're like, they're like um, party frat bro Beck. Um, they're just 
They sound so like poppy that. and strange, but they're so fun. You can just slam it out there. It's great. Come on, do it later. Write a few songs. Maybe you can stay. Stay in Hollywood. Stay in Hollywood. Stay in Hollywood. Come on, do it later. Come on, do it later. There's people you should meet. There's hands you should shake. Down in Hollywood. No, down in Hollywood. Down in Hollywood. It's my call to the faithful. You know, happy, happy, happy. Call to the faithful. I love these guys. Every song is like depravity parting bullshit. The kind of stuff I don't like in music, but I feel the genuine like irony and stuff. There's another song where they have a lyric like, I had friends always stuck in their phones and they're not my friends no more, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and it makes me think like this is the loud, colorful other side of Lord's music. I can see that. Cause, cause yeah. Lord's whole thing is ironic party bullshit's not my thing no more, and I think these guys are like that too, just in a very loud neon yeah. soaked bullshit. Um, they have another song called "Give Me Something to Drink," but it's a lot like um, "Swimming Pool" by Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, the chorus is "Give me something to drink so I don't uh, feel alone no more, so I can be with these people here and stuff like that." So. So like somebody I... took a philosophy 101 class and then bought a <laughs> drum machine. I I made kind of the joke uh, with uh, my friend uh, Nate who also loves or yeah Nate who loves this album too and it's like man one of the party bros just woke up one day he's like man why don't we just do more than drink and fucking pills like, and like, they're like what the fuck did you say yeah like it's it's really good but like when you say that like one of the lyrics is like all my friends are in their phones and they're not friends anymore it's just like boy you went through you went on reddit one of the i'm 14 <laughs> and this is deep subreddit and just sorted by top posts and wrote songs based on what you saw how can our eyes be real if mirrors aren't real Jaden smith congratulations oh. <laughs> Uh, also, I don't have... Uh, Honest don't, to gotta... God, though, I could totally see and love these guys to death if they put that in a fucking chorus, because oh, yeah, they like, would, that, and yeah, it would be like like an amazing. bad thing to put in a song. It's just one of those things where it's like, right. you just gotta hope that they understand, that they don't, you yeah. can't do that and think it's deep. Right. Uh, I th but, like, and I think they get it, like with this song where they have the... Um, <laughs> The, the filter, the deep growling filter with come out to LA, like there's yeah. something foreboding ominous about it. I yeah. think they're aware of their own bullshit, and I think that's yeah, probably. what their strong, strongest yeah. suit for that, for sure. Um, I haven't, I, I got a new car, so I don't have XM anymore. Uh, uh, but this song, I you would not, it wouldn't shock me at all if this was like number one on the Alt 8 countdown on Alt Nation for like the last. 300 days because this is their <laughs> shit this is exactly is. what would get played it's on that frat, station it's frat bro beck man i'm telling you like if you dug a little deeper on like some of the weirder pop stuff beck did like um his big hit i think last year was up all night uh -huh. which i really loved that song uh, up that all song night was with really you. good but um, the chorus for yeah. that song was um uh was the exact same beat in tempo and like 
uh, cadence as I can't feel yeah. my face by the weekend. <laughs> oh God! It's, well, I'd is have to check not, that out. Is it um, it's I, the exact I, thing? I Which don't is, remember. It's still a really good song. Yeah. Um, so following that, uh, there's this band. Um, I don't know about you, but <laughs> a friend of mine. So a friend of mine described these guys as. Um, super like dirty aggressive um imagine dragons and he's like i know we both hate imagine dragons but that's the best thing i think of but more i've i feel these guys they're called um scumsters which is a really weird name and they are by a you they're by a youtube screen tutorial guy named alex terrible i can't find a lot about him and i hope he's not like super like you know, racist, sexist, and <laughs> abusive. I really hope because this was I mean, an album out is, of nowhere that I couldn't so he find is a YouTube, anywhere he's except a top on. YouTube guy. So he's gonna be. I don't know if he's a top YouTube guy. He's a YouTube guy. So, no, okay, okay. <laughs> but um, so the way I hear this though is more like um even poppier, but more concise. Marilyn Manson, and you can go ahead and I could shoot see that, that too. Give me one second. They even have a song on this album that's just about pornography. I uh, say it kind of sucks because I totally mixed this up with the other song that I actually want to play, but it's fine. I put um, them in the order you texted no, no, me. No, no, no. This is the right name I gave you, but it was the wrong song I was thinking of. Oh, okay. It's fine. But also, it's uh, when, fine, I, but, um, when I pulled this song, like, I was yeah. listening to it, and I just, I labeled it on the soundboard some Jesse-ass shit. <laughs> like, this is a yeah. you song. Um, There's a much smoother, more, like open um accessible song i wanted called empty yards and i totally mixed them up that song's way better it's got a really good bass line but yeah i don't know every song on here like hits a lot better than it should and i it's weird because i'm not a big manson fan and they have a song called a daddy song and it should be like really like dirty raunchy bullshit but it doesn't in a way that feels more like just fun and modest without being gross lyrically. Um, yeah. And a lot of the, and a lot of the music on that album, which is self-titled scumsters um, and everyone I've played for it where they're like, all right, I saw this and I was like, this is not going to be good, but I was quite surprised. So this was like surprise out of nowhere album of the year for me. Um, I hate that I picked the wrong song. Cause I think more people would be interested in the one I, originally thought of that i keep mixing up i do that all the time when i pick the song but um yeah it's called like empty yard 
empty yards if anyone else wants to check it out. But anyways, uh, moving right along. times i don't know how many times i've said it on the podcast but how many times no, i was like man i don't like muse at all <laughs> i don't Way like muse at all three. and this album is amazing this i this is legit one of my top 10 favorite albums of the year it's fucking so simulation good. theory it's so good. all you i i may seem like a difficult picky asshole when it comes to music but i'm Andy actually is. a very easy bitch all you gotta do all you gotta do is put in some sexy daft punk drum 80s bullshit and i'm all over it Gated like fucking reverb. candy yep that's it we talked about it before on yep. the show too um that's just I'm, I'm a fucking sucker for it every song it's... is like this every song is great goddamn cyberpunk uh, prince. i love cyberpunk prince it's all it is and it's fantastic it's muse very has proven good me wrong muse has shut me up for the time being don't go uh, back guys please <laughs> push him out of the way real quick muse is fine okay. they've always been fine <laughs> the i don't know like i know a lot but of now they're really great like I, I, I pushed you out of the way i know a lot of people really like them i liked them like i uh, first discovered them back in 2007 8 7 with guitar uprising Hero guitar Hero 3 nice of sidonia uh oh yeah that was my which shit. is actually one of their songs that i really do like a lot it's a good and, song like starlight like, but, uh, yeah, I think Muse has always been fine, but I do think this is the best they've been. Uh, yeah. But Knights of Sidonia and, and a lot of their other singles still uh, fucking slap. Talking about uh, who I'll, sounds I'll like who, I thought... <laughs> Talking about who sounds like who, for, like, the first five years of me knowing that song Starlight, I thought it was a killer song. Like, the Muse and the Killers always <laughs> occupy the same area of my brain, even though they shouldn't. I mean, I'm, I will not fault you. All right, so Adam, yes. Do you do you remember Baby Metal? How it like swept the nation for like a full year? How it, it uh, did a really good job to shine a light on shithead metal fans, so they would scatter like cockroaches. Right, I was, I was not exactly that, but <laughs> allegory. But I had something in the pocket for that. Because one cause of my it really favorite did. things, one of my favorite things was Rob Zombie on Facebook shutting yeah. down gatekeeping metal fans. And dude, uh, like, because he loves I, baby metal. Yeah, I like I wasn't I wasn't gatekeeping, but I was definitely on the wrong side when it first happened because it it felt nonsensical novelty. Like like Psy had just happened with Gangnam Style, so I thought that's all this was and it wasn't gonna matter. But they came out their second album. I was like, okay, I get it. And so since then, it has fucking exploded. And this band called Passcode is i think the best example of oh shit all girl bands can do whatever the fuck they want um there's a band called what a, Jap what a crazy a Jap thought 
Right. I know. Revolutionary. We should tell the girls this. Maybe they right? don't know. No, 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 no. <laughs> you don't want to get them. You don't want them to get too big for the britches. <laughs> God. Um, so there's a Japanese metal band called Fear and Loathing Las Vegas. Yes. Um, they're actually pretty popular and well-known among people who do seek out Japanese metal and stuff. Passcode is just an all-female version of them, and it's fucking great. Um, so this baby metal times a billion, and just uh, fucking punch it. If I may step in for a second. The song yeah. slaps. It does. <laughs> So it's everything I love about Japanese music. Like <laughs> the first like forty-five seconds of this song just yeah. makes me think it is the best Street Fighter like fighter theme. Ma- like you mean this it's all Cammy's the Street Fighter theme. themes ma- mashed together? Like this is like Chun Li's new theme. She's about to crush my head between her thighs, and I couldn't be happier. It's it's so good, and there's so many bands like this popping up now. Uh, this album's called Locust. The song's called Toxic. It's like the first song off the album, and it's so good. And there's a couple songs where there's some really good death screams in here, and you can't convince me that not one of the girls doing it because it's like five girls just like I mean, smashing all their instruments, and it's great. There it is. I think that was one of them. Anyway. That's just the synth solo because you gotta have that. Very good. It's, it's 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 a really good song. Yeah, and every song is this wicked, pretty much. They don't slow down that much. Um, it's great. <laughs> uh, but those are really the rest with uh, what I listed before. Yes. Um, I had already posted like on my Twitter a bunch of albums I really liked, but um, these were definitely. I, it's like these deserve shout outs for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I this, is what, right. this is what I Japanese metal's like, man. Yeah. They be unapologetic, and it's just great. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have, I don't know. I didn't listen to that many. I just listen to whatever comes my way. I don't know, man. It's just, mm-hmm. you know. It is. I sent you Hop Along. Hop Along's great. They're like oh, folk yeah. metal, St. Vincent kind They're of pretty stuff. Good. It's beautiful. They're pretty good. Oh, um, did you see St. Vincent is producing Sleater Kenny's new album? Oh wow, that's awesome! Right? That's right, dude. That's destruction right there. It's gonna be gonna, really good. They're gonna do actually. Du- they're gonna do dual fucking guitars against each other. Cause do it. Actually, I did listen to. It's not an album this year. I listened to Mass Seduction a lot this year. That's a really good album. Yeah, that's a really fucking good album. I wish I liked. I wish I liked Saint Vincent more than dude. Like, oh like, man, I, I, I love know. Mass Seduction. I listened, like, I have oh, So I listened like, to her last like three albums the other yeah. day, um, and I was like. A lot of these are really good, and some of these, I'm just, uh, I'm never mad or like upset. I'm just not. I don't feel like, like man, I can engage. About, like, the first like five songs on Mass Seduction are like perfect. Yeah. 
No, I'm curious. Yeah, but because um, it's because you've got uh, "Hang on Me" and then "Pills" is so good, mm-hmm. and then the song "Mass Seduction" is great. "Sugar Boy's great, and the "Los Angeles." "Los Angeles" is Los- fantastic. I do like "Los Angeles" a lot. Oh man, um, there's a band you might like. They're um, a little bit more like garage rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a bit, they're called okay. Screaming Females, and okay. Their their lead singer is like a four foot, I want to say Asian girl, but she always has her bangs covered, and I can't tell. She sings super deep though, and yeah. she's and she's just sideline sandwiched between their drummer and like their seven foot bassist, and it's yeah. it's a great image. They're they're beautiful weirdos, and they're really good. But um, so going from the Japanese music to the Japanese animation. Um, just quick rundown. Garugamesh? That's um. You ever, you ever seen that video? No, that's it's a. It's like a, <laughs> it's for SakuraCon forever ago. Okay, like I got people so sitting. I got thrown off because there's a Japanese metal band called Garugamesh, and I was like, whoa, uh, I know. what? Yeah, no, it's it's right. it's uh it's for SakuraCon. I think it's in Portland, and it's like a bunch of people sitting at this dine. You know what? You talk about your anime. I'm gonna go. You go. You go. I'm gonna pull some audio. <laughs> go. Um. Yeah. Um, so there's Megalobox, which I had already talked about. It is everything everyone loved about 90s anime in a nutshell. Um, Agretzuko, you want to talk about existentialism? That <laughs> Fucking, if show you've seen is Agretzuko, so good. I haven't watched all of beautiful. it. I watched like, the first half. It's so good. I saw they just had a Christmas it's special. Sweet. Yeah, this Christmas special is nice. It's just more Agretzuko. It's not super like Christmas and Christmassy. Need. It's just Agretzuko during Christmas, which yeah, yeah. it's all you need. It's so um, good. So, I found myself several times like, man, I really just want a down-to-earth, whack-ass Japanese gangster anime. Those are some of the best. Seems to me um, like you need to play the Yakuza games. <laughs> or I could just watch Banana Fish because it's from the same studio that did Yuri on Ice, and it's super gaming characters with fucking whack-ass Japanese gangster shit, and it's great. Nice. It's- it's a gay love story with Japanese gangster shit just all over, and it's Is amazing. Is Yuri on Ice ever coming back? I don't have know, they, but they this will fill your season? void. Like if you if you're empty inside for lack of Yuri on Ice, just yeah. watch this because this is just ga- this is literally just gangster <laughs> Yuri on Ice. Like I remember without the when ice. Yuri on Ice was airing, and it was like yeah. all Twitter was about for like a month and a half, two months. It yep. was awesome. It made me so happy the whole time. Because it was just yeah. like, and this is the I, same I studio, and it. it's nailed just as good. People love yeah. it just like, as much. Like I wasn't much. following it, but I followed so many people who were just so purely happy about it. It was just mm-hmm. like, all right, this is the this is the energy that I need. This is what I this is the energy I'm yeah. glad I've cultivated this energy to surround myself in. Totally watch Banana Fish. It's on Amazon Prime though, so I don't know. Okay, cool. Uh, if I you got that, yeah, Prime. Banana Fish. Of course. Uh, um, also, there's. Play the Yakuza yes. games. You you specifically. Yeah. You specifically. Yes, you're right. You can get Yakuza Zero for like fifty cents. <laughs> Go get Yakuza Zero. Uh-huh. Play it. You yes. specifically. <laughs> you you will, you will. I'm like Hulk Hogan hulking up. You Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You I'm I'm uh-huh. hitting you with I'm hitting you with the big boot and then leg dropping a copy of Yakuza Zero right in your hand. You <laughs> that, would which love is some, that game. Something that would happen in Yakuza, I like, assume. I don't they like, would leg so drop you and the, then give you the, your video dude, game. You have 
uh, in Yakuza 6, there is a gang called the Lunatics, and it is mm-hmm. uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Tetsuya Naito, Kazuchika That's Okada. right. Uh, That's right. You told me and, this. And, uh, but no, Yakuza 0. So the lead singer, the, 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 the lead <laughs> character, uh, Kiryu, uh, is voiced by a longtime voice actor and singer in Japan. And you mm-hmm. do, you have a ton of little mini games. You do karaoke mini games, and you do the karaoke yes. mini games. Halfway through, it changes. So you are no longer in a karaoke bar. You are on stage at an 80s hair metal concert, and Kiryu is like an 80s hair metal singer. Like, the, That's the, so good. the, the area you are in morphs into whatever the song is. Play Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Moving on. <laughs> Next anime. Um, so, My Hero Season 3. Uh, United States of Smash. That's all I've really got to say. Um, if you haven't finished it, man, you need to. <laughs> I need to. I really need to. I, um, I haven't. So, uh, then there's Hinamatsuri, which is also wacky gangster shenanigans because the Japanese love to make anime about wacky gangster shenanigans. This man, dude becomes a surrogate father. Uh, do you ever remember an anime called Zatch Bell? Oh, um, God, I know the name. I couldn't tell you anything yeah. about it, but I know the name. Well, Zatch Bell is like Shaman King, so it's all that kind of stuff. Hinamatsuri yeah. is like that without, it's just like a supernatural powered girl falls into this gangster's lap and they're now like surrogate father daughter. And it's like a coming of age, learn to raise this child while also she has mega powerful telekinesis shit going on. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's fucking hilarious. It's heartwarming and stupid and silly at the same time. And it's a lot of fun. Um, there's an anime called Planet With, which is literally the most emotionally crushing left field storytelling of like the fifth Power Ranger from his point of view while meeting the the regular cast of Power Rangers. You know how like there was always the special ranger that came like, in later like in the show? Tommy, like the White Ranger? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically Planet With is just telling a Power Ranger-esque story from from that guy's perspective with some of the most left field revelations near the end. It's fucking okay. nuts. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. It's, and it's from a creator that it's like uh, a man, a mangaka that like does super left field. Only people who like read every manga out there kind of find him and stuff. Yeah. Um, none of his stuff had been made in the anime yet. And he got to do this original anime and people loved it. Um, there's Zombieland Saga, which is more heartwarming than I thought I it would be. I uh, have heard facts has told me a lot about that show and about how way more lovely than that show I expected. is, and inclusive uh, mm-hmm. about it like is. the the revelation about the main character in like the fourth or fifth episode. Uh, that's uh, just one, like, one of them. But yeah, yeah. you don't you know what I'm talking about though. Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, and um, like thing, and they do, and they yeah. don't make a big deal about it either. Yeah, they no, keep going and it's, it's great. It's just like no, this is just who. Like, I don't know reason nobody listens to this. So the main character is is a trans girl, and it, yeah, you, they they revealed a few episodes in, and it's not treated as this huge thing. It's not treated as like something to shine a light on. It is treated as it should be, mm-hmm. no different than if somebody you know, liked pineapple on their pizza. It's just yeah, how you are. Like, and it's just like, like, oh no, yeah, that's how I am. Okay, cool. And they move on. And it's normalized yeah. and it's the, beautiful. And I want to see well, I would love 90s, to see more of that. The the nineties centric punk ass girl laughs about um how masculine her former name is, and they're like, oh. so but you know, it's yeah. not but that's like more of a Japanese joke. 
Yeah. Because because um her her boy name she was born with means righteous man. <laughs> and okay. that's like the joke. Yeah. But it gotcha. it doesn't like it's not harped on. Um Okay. There's a uh, review Starlight, which is literally magical girls doing like death battles at a all female arts academy to get um, positions in their year end review uh, stage play. <laughs> okay, it's it's fucking nuts. It's literally like it's like it's it's like regular um, arts academy schools, but with death battles. It's you know, but. Yeah, so I like regular arts how... academy schools. Yes, exactly. Um, also, want to shout out to Vol- Voltron because it finished, and Voltron's oh, awesome. Yeah. Voltron's really great. And to start your 2019 anime, you fucking everybody watch. I'm sure everyone already is. Uh, Promise Neverland because Promise Neverland dropped like two days ago. Really, I didn't know it was. Yes, that yeah, the anime just dropped. It was the first one. People were chomping at the bit. They're like, "Oh shit, this is like January fifth stuff. Let's go." I, yeah, I had um, no idea it was it was already out. Because boy, I, yep. probably, I think I read like the first six chapters, seven chapters mm-hmm. of that. And yeah, it's dude, I good shit. I caught up, and they just the chapter that was just released Sunday has yeah. a huge plot reveal, and I was just like, "Oh, oh man, shit. yeah, it's great." Um. But yeah, that's just the anime rundown. Those are all, all right. the ones that I really clung to. Um, okay. so favorite movies. Of, yes, uh, speaking what? of anime in Japan. Yeah. I oh, love shit. sushi. I love Japan, period. Mm-hmm. The tea ceremonies. J-Rock! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I love anime. Yeah. And manga! Yeah. And gaming! Yeah. Oh, GDR! Don't just talk about it. Check out Sakura-kan. April 10th. So now, when somebody starts talking about anime, there is a 50-50 chance. I'm just going to yell out the word Garugamesh. And uh, <laughs> one of the folks around here, Bakus, is is from the Portland, and they go to Sakura-kan. And every time they mention Sakura-kan, I do Did yell out Did you say Garugamesh. from the Portland? So you favorite said movies from of the, the Portland. Year, Favorite movies of the year. No, that was great. All right. Um, you have ten minutes to gush about Spider Verse. Go. I ain't. Hold a second. We have ten minutes to gush about Spider Verse. You piece of shit. Okay. You uh, have five now, and then I have five. No, we can. No, d- it's just go. The damnedest thing. This is a collaboration, my dude. I know. This I is know. a conversation. You know what else is a collaboration? Into the Spider Verse, because there's like six of them. <laughs> anyway. It's, it's, it's so one beautiful. of the best movies of the year. Um, it's so good. John Mulaney's Spider-Ham is just too good. And then like Here's all the, the artists on Twitter was like, yeah. so we're just replacing John Mulaney bits with Spider-Ham, right? Yes. <laughs> one black coffee. What was it? Yeah, I, uh, Fax uh, sent it to me earlier, and it was uh, John Mulaney has an idea for a Spider-Verse film, and it said, hear John <laughs> Mulaney voice, hear me out. He used to say fuck, and the main villain is a horse, but get this, in a hospital. That's so good. Uh, yeah, like it's so good. It's so good. Like bird in an airport. Get that shit out of here. It's. Have you never seen anything like it visually, like artistically? It is. I can't believe that they convinced enough old white people. Yeah. 
to I assume old white people. It is Sony. Yeah, Maybe it's old people, Asian people. Uh, no, Sony Pictures. No, it's old. Sony people. Pictures, old white people. Yeah. Uh, to to spend ninety million dollars on this movie, it's that's a glorious feat. This is like the all in of fucking. Well, movies you know what it year. is. You know what it is. What it's Phil Lord and Chris Miller cashing in every bit of goodwill and getting in cashing in every favor they've earned from all and of Lego like, movie Lego uh, movie goodwill, yeah. Or, well, I mean, well, Lego Movie wasn't even Fox. That was Warner Brothers. But, like, the stuff they've done for, for or it wasn't even Sony, it was Warner Brothers. But, like, right, right. Because I feel like uh, the, the Jump Street movies, like, they've done, they've made Sony money. Yes. Uh, and this is them cashing that in and saying, we want to do this. There was a, a Twitter thread earlier about, like, ev- literally every second of that movie took an, like, if averaged out to every second would take one artist one week to make. God, that's intense. It's and it's, it's beautiful and it's, it's beautiful. There's so much to it. It's beautiful. All the characters are great. The voice acting's great. I I like when I, the first trailer came out. It was weird. Of 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 uh, was it Jake Johnson as uh, Peter right, Parker, regular Peter Parker, he, yeah. But he nails it. It's so good and just the best movie moment of the year uh, is when Miles becomes Spider-Man. When he takes the leap of faith and his issue is thrown onto the pile. I've seen that movie twice and both times it really gets you because it's so well earned. It is beautiful. And in this day and age, it's just really cool to see a movie whose main message is anybody can wear the mask. It doesn't matter who you are. Like, it doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what you look like. Anybody can wear the mask. And that's always needed. And that's always necessary. God, that movie's so good. It's so good. So you put your hand on her shoulder and you just go, hey. Hey. <laughs> also, I love that We'll be right uh, going, back. <laughs> going back and rewatching it, uh, when he gets his hand stuck to her shoulder, he, she tells him to relax. And I picked yeah. it up. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's because she's she because she's also a spider person, and she knows she wasn't like trying to play it right. off. She knows how to get him to unstick." Yeah, it's great. It's clever. So God, good. What a good, what a good um, movie. It, it's my favorite movie of the year, like without a doubt. Like, yeah, it's not even close. So not even I think close. my. I I really still kind of juggling like Black Panther, um, Sorry to Bother You, Isle of Dogs are like the three I'm juggling really. Um, what a movie that I just saw because I I binged like ten uh Red Box movies in a row. I watched Skyscraper, The Meg, uh Mandy. Mandy's not bad. Oh, Man- I need Mandy's to watch Mandy. Um, I need to watch Mandy. I've heard great things psychedelic neon yes. black metal man it's it's bonkers bloody um, nicholas cage psychedelic yes. neon black metal yeah. yeah that's my favorite shirt no. is nick cage um, had the best year of like the last decade this year just for maybe, mandy and spider-verse right it's like we forgive you it's like yeah. i didn't do anything wrong i'm just crazy yeah um i just I watched the happy time murders that with... wasn't a great idea oh um, no oh honey it like you, I was into it just, for the first thirty minutes, and then I was like, "You God. know what? This is bad." Why didn't you just um, go see Holmes and Watson instead? Anyway, Crazy Rich Asians was actually really good. House yeah, of no Clock shit. and Its Walls, um, that stuff. But the one out of all of those that I was like, "Man, I regret not seeing it in theaters," 
Um, just as good, maybe not, maybe better, probably better than Hotel Artemis, even though I love that one, was mm-hmm. Bad Times at the El Royale. I'm Bad Times upset at El Royale. I didn't see that. I really want to see great. it. I'm, I really wanted to see it in theaters, and That's I just couldn't make list. it happen. Yeah, I couldn't make it um, happen. I want to. I still haven't seen it. I I didn't realize it was out. Now I just it didn't get a huge marketing push for a home media it release. Didn't, it barely I, made. It didn't make a lot of money, but it's it's break it's even, Drew yeah. it's Drew Goddard. Yeah, or, who did it, um, Cabin, Cabin in the Woods. Woods? It's like this weird neo noir with Jeff Bridges, and and it's got a great cast. Yeah, yeah. I, I was on. Um, I was onto that movie from day one. And like, Chris I don't Hemsworth think it, does an amazing yes. fucked up bad guy. Like it. It didn't. Like it didn't play at the theater that was like five minutes from my house, which basically means I'm not seeing it because like anything no, like twenty you. minutes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not made of time. I have no excuse. I'm upset. I didn't see it in theaters, I but to say yeah, you you live near um, a draft house, you piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I, I really need to see it. I'll probably watch it next week after I get home. What I'm happy I did catch in theaters before it went out is Creed Two because that movie is Creed anime as fuck. Talking about Megalobox, you could watch Megalobox and Creed Two back to back and get those exact same two, those exact same feelings. Like it's like that good either way. I, I watching Creed in a theater was a lot like watching wrestling in the best way. Like yeah, I was there. It was like it wasn't even like a ridiculous showing. It was like two p.m. on like a Wednesday, but it was like right. It was right after Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah, but it was a couple weeks later. But there was about like fifteen people in the theater, and man, during that last fight, there was hooting and hollering and clapping. Nice, and everybody was into it. It was yep. the best. Oh my god, what a good movie! It Creed Two invokes all the right feelings I like from yep. film. Period. It shouldn't have worked. Um, like that's the first thing I said. I texted yeah. you when I left the movie. I was like, this shouldn't have worked. They brought in Drago. This shouldn't have worked. It should have felt dumb. It should have felt treat. <laughs> it should have felt cheesy. Yeah. But it was amazing. It was so yeah. good. And like they made the Drago family kind of sympathetic. Um, but you know oh, they yeah, still like, murdered the somebody. <laughs> the emotional core of that movie was Drago and his son. It was yeah. not like it was it, like that. That was the emotional core of the movie. Like Creed, uh, and 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 the, and the kid and everything. That was something, man. When they did like the test to see if the kid was deaf. Oh, yeah, that was intense. Oh, um, but like the 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 core of that movie was was Drago the Drago family. Kid. Oh, that's so good. Pretty amazing. Uh, speaking of shouldn't have worked, uh, Aquaman. Have you seen it yet? I have not. I'll um, get around to it. So no, it's fine. Um, it's it's better than people think. Um, I, I would mean, say I, it's about. I always thought it looked cool. It has like, some really weird, like w- like high cheesy moments. Like oh, suddenly you realize what movie you're watching. Yeah. Um, but it's fu- it's good. I would put it around like if we got to compare it to fucking Marvel because people won't let it go. It's about as good as like Guardians one or um, of course a lot of people hold Guardians one high There's regard. A, I was um, about to sorry. say sorry, uh... yeah. Um, uh, damn it, Doctor Strange that kind of okay. level. All right, yeah, um, yeah. Um, so want to talk about this real quick because I I really like the movie. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. It's got a lot of flaws. I don't think it should have won the really Golden any Globe. awards except Rami Malek. Rami Malek yeah. deserves him being a really good actor. Um, but that's a, a more divisive movie than expected, I think. Um, it's got flaws. And it it's, doesn't do a great job 
um, portraying certain things, but it's not nearly as like tone deaf as people want to pretend like it is. I don't know um, if it's I've very... seen people saying it's tone deaf. I've just like the the main complaint I've heard is just like yeah, it's just kind of a boring biopic. Just yeah, a biopic. Which, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I feel like the stuff they did in that movie is incredible on a technical level. There was a great yeah. uh, side by side. Uh, from the Live Aid yes, scene it's so good. with the actual concert. But here's the thing. Yeah. I'd rather just watch the concert. <laughs> they put a lot of work into recre- recreating the concert, like shot by shot and move by move. Yeah, I'd rather just watch the concert. It's kind of like, like the- how most biopics... In, like, you know what? You know what? All, like, a lot of the stuff from Bohemian Rhapsody made me want to do? Yeah. It made me want to watch Walk Hard. Because Walk Hard is such a great parody of all of the biopic tropes, especially musician biopic tropes. That's not to say it's a bad movie. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure if that's what you're into, awesome. Uh, I just don't... I just... just, Biopics just don't interest me. Like, that type of biopic. Like, I I like a good biopic that's very... uh, It's more focused. Honestly... Uh, not to change the subject, but it's one of the reasons why I didn't like Vice as much as I wanted to. Yeah. Because Bi- Vice, it's just a fucking biopic. It's just a biopic. Yeah. That's like, that's definitely the next movie I want to see in theaters. I hope I get to really soon. It's a biopic that, like, every now and again, it reminds you that, like, oh yeah, this is from the folks who brought you the big short. But then you get that, and then fi- you, then you get 15 minutes of just bi- Dick Cheney biopic. Yeah. And then you get a little bit of Big Short, and then you get 20 minutes of Dick Cheney biopic. Great performances. Yeah. But, like, it just is kind of boring, because it's just a biopic. Here's the thing, yeah. And and here's the thing that that bothers me that I don't understand the kind of level that people complain about, about biopics. I feel like they all tonally kind of are roughly that. Like, people pick apart... People praise Jackie and then pick it apart. People praise straight out of Compton and pick it apart. They're all roughly going to fill the same area. So when people complain Which about Jackie? how, like, um, uh, Natalie Portman about uh, oh, yeah, no, uh, JFK's wife. Or yeah. movie doesn't suck, but yeah, that movie's fucking boring, too. <laughs> Woo, tri- hair trigger just whop. <laughs> like, like, I think, I think straight out of Compton cool. is the only one that doesn't fall into that because while it does have a lot of those trappings, it's in a way, it's, it's, we haven't seen that before. We haven't seen that story told before. Like, that's their fair. story. Like, I think if straight out of Compton was the billionth in a long line of rapper biopics, like well made rapper biopics, not looking at the Tupac or the Biggie movie, but like, yeah, like, yeah, I think. If 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 Straight Outta Compton was the billionth movie like that, yeah, it'd be too long and it'd be boring. The movie has problems, but they've never made a movie like Straight Outta Compton, and that's why I think it deserves that praise. Trust me, I wish we lived in a world where that was tired and done a billion times. <laughs> right, but we don't. Um, Whereas, and, Jackie, and I guess the main like and yeah, Vice and... and Bohemian Rhapsody, like there is one standard deviation be- between Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody. Ray and walk hard, and Ray and or Ray and walk the line, and Ray and walk the line are fucking boring. Yeah, and I guess you bring up a good point that a lot of people felt like Bohemian Rhapsody should have been something like that because it should have been more like, um, or you know, 
the gay voice and all of that stuff and like talking about AIDS more and stuff, except that's just not who Freddie was in life. He's much more that in death afterwards yeah. that people have clung to him. So, so that's, that's the hard truth I mean, to swallow I that I, a lot I mean, of people I've seen raged about yeah, is well, seems acting like, you just like, follow the wrong people. Cause I haven't seen any of that. That's fine. Um, yeah, it's, you know, but yeah, no, the, the, what, what's but, turned me off of that movie is just like, yeah, it just looks like, looks like Walk the Line, looks like Ray. Yeah. I don't like either of those. But it's about one of my favorite bands, so I'm fine with it. Oh no, but, and that's fine. And like, don't get me wrong, I totally yeah. understand why people enjoy it, and those movies always win awards. Walk the yeah. Line and Ray, both Oscar winners. Yeah, like I really don't think Bohemian should have been nominated for yeah. anything except for Rami Malek. Rami deserved like, that, I think, but nothing else really. Yeah, um, it's just I don't know something about people getting nominated for biopics just bores me. Like, congratulations, you did a really good impression. <laughs> you didn't do anything original. You didn't do anything interesting. You just did a really good impression. Congratulations, you are Frank Caliendo. You're the best Frank Caliendo. Man, fuck you. He did one of the best impressions of one of the hardest people to to. Like, I don't mean Randy do. Malik specifically. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I just I'm mean like, just... like 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 most of Vice, incredible performances. But yeah. like apart from, apart from like I will say at least with Vice, they did like you could tell they were trying to put a little stank on it. Like Sam Rockwell's <laughs> George W. Bush was not just, you know. It was, it was more closer like to, w. It was closer to Will Ferrell's George W. Bush than the actual yeah. George W. Bush. Steve Carell's <laughs> Donald Rumsfeld was like they were they, they they did a little bit with it, uh, but I do think Christian Bale's Cheney is just him trying to do a Dick Cheney. And while it's impressive, it's also boring. <laughs> All right, TV shows. I didn't really watch a lot of TV um, shows. Mostly what my girl girlfriend kind of made yeah. me watch um the magicians in midnight texas because it's actually really good in a weird how is this on sci-fi way is because midnight, it which is one's midnight texas midnight texas is actually from a book series from the same person who wrote true blood okay. and it's you know not she's bad Tupelo, it's right? a lot of oh yeah she is i thought she was she's from alabama Tupelo. for some reason no she like but she right. was born and she might have grown up in alabama she was born in tupelo okay um Midnight Texas is fun, but it, it just feels it just feels that I'm tired of watching Supernatural void. So yeah. let me watch this until I get tired of watching this kind of thing. And then you go back to watching Supernatural. Yeah. Magicians is Magicians I don't is know good. What ma- yeah, it's a very unforgiving, trashy weird. millennial kid problem show like, kind of. It's, I remember watching the pilot of that show being very confused. Because everything mm-hmm. happens very quickly. It's yeah. like like five minutes regular dude and then all of a sudden he's just in a magician school and like yeah. everyone is accepted that this is a thing like it's very it's, much just like we're, um, we're along for the ride like get in yeah. i don't have to explain get in the car nerd it's breakfast it's breakfast club in college with way more cursing and drinking and magic yep. shut the fuck up that's, and did you that's see the feeling <laughs> the last season on on sci-fi they just aired it unedited yeah they which just is went for it yeah, which I mean, there's no law against it. The only thing that stops you is advertisers, and it, I know it's it, crazy. It's kind of like they... the uh, the South Park thing when they had the episode where they yeah. said shit. They went to yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy Central, and they were like, "Can mm-hmm. we do this?" And Comedy Central was like, "Absolutely not. Our advertisers get terrible." And like the advertisers were like, "No, we can't do that. Like, we can't say shit once. Yeah. No, we can't say shit twice. No, we've said shit like seventy times. Well, okay, now we're talking. <laughs> like, we can. Yeah. That's an event. Like, we can make that appointment viewing." Yeah. Yeah, magicians is very unfiltered. They um, 
very boldly um do uh talk uh deal with the situation of rape and the relationship between that and it's really intense i've seen a lot of people get upset because it seems like oh these two characters who are like straight up called out blatant rape victims are the current bad guys and i think they have a point with doing that and it's gonna turn around more hopefully because yeah, i because I, I definitely don't feel them being pure evil like yeah. once you find out why they're doing it it's just because no one will yeah. fucking listen it's to them a, and everyone else is just yeah everyone else is an asshole too so i have to yeah. fucking do this and and i think that gets way more across than the traditional yeah, heroes versus villains stuff yeah and yeah. that show, like, I've only watched, like, the first few episodes of the first season or something like that, but it strikes uh-huh. me as that type of show that, like, is very much just, like, we're not gonna... It's like Vince McMahon walks out at the beginning of the first episodes, and we think that good guys and bad guys are insulting your intelligence. Yeah, uh, it, it is a lot like that, because you get into parallel universes and alternate oh timelines, and... um. We get musical numbers. They they sing right. they sing under pressure at one point, and they also do one more day from Les Mis. It's fucking amazing. Oh my god! It's some good like <sighs> no, we're gonna fucking do this yeah. kind of shit, and it's great. Um, uh, anything I, else? I have fallen in love with I have fallen in love with Orville. It's great. I don't know if we've talked huh. about it on here, but it's, no, we haven't talked about it off here it, either. Um, no, we have once. We have? Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, I uh, thought it was uh, you. Uh, um, I'm talking about listening they when you said uh, the did a uh, sex change episode. That's right. It's like the third episode yeah. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, whoa. And you know what's crazy? Um, mm-hmm. This is the only time I want to bring it up just because I did not know how drastic this was. Yeah. Um, the first season on Rotten Tomatoes is like a 25 with the audience score being a 95. I mean, yeah, and that then, sounds about right. But then season two is like a hundred because yeah. although Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes is a terrible way to judge critical yes, it reception is. to TV shows. Yeah, um, yeah. I just but, but I yeah, was just like, baffled that that gap yeah. was there. Like, but Orville's Orville, great. It's it is a harsh um, like, tell you like it people, is Star Trek. A lot of people were rooting for it to fail, and I wouldn't say I yeah. was, but I wasn't rooting for it to succeed. I was just rude. I was just like, well, I guess this exists, and I just went on yes. with my life. Um, I was too, but then my dad, although, who's a huge, huge Star Trek fan to the yeah. point where he doesn't even like Star Wars, that kind of guy, he oh, loved God. it. And I was like, maybe this will be like Galaxy Quest. And it kind of is, it, but, but it still not. touches on... Yeah, like, yeah. Here's the thing. Dude, there's a Black Mirror episode, for God's the, sakes. It's so the, good. The worst... The, like. The worst thing that happened to Orville was the uh, marketing when before it premiered, because yes, the marketing did not know what that show was. It it did mm-hmm. not know if it was Star Trek or if it was Galaxy Quest. At the end of the day, it's neither. But yeah. um, it, it, it's, it's, it's more Star com- Trek. Than it's Galaxy very comfortable Quest. with itself. In yeah, the it's middle. more Star Trek than Galaxy Quest, but like the the marketing for it and the marketing for it's still pretty bad. I it is. Like, I don't think they uh, know how to, but I think it's finding a hard. Strong well, I think, audience. I think they anyways. want to bring in the Seth MacFarlane audience because that is a reliable well, audience yeah. for them. And also, mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it. I don't like looking at Seth MacFarlane's fucking face. He's a great a, straight man, though. He looks not real. There's something uncanny <laughs> valley about everything about his face. Tell me I'm He's wrong. made jokes about that before. It, that doesn't make it not true. It doesn't make me more <laughs> com- comfortable looking at him. It, I don't it like it. Me. He's a great straight man. Oh, that, I'm sure that's he is. the best thing. 
I don't yeah. like any of his work remotely close to what it, Orville, and that's because yeah. he is the he is yeah, the straight laced guys. Yeah. We got to get this done. What the fuck are y'all doing? And everyone yeah. else is like, "Shut up, man. We got problems." Yeah, and it's, it's really. But I yeah, enjoy I, the shit I, I'm out glad of it. that it's it's found an audience. Uh, it's it's a weird yeah. I'm show, so but... behind it, and it's and I don't yeah. even know how to give it to other people except like again. They have a whole gender politics episode. They have a Black Mirror episode. They yeah. give a shit about making an impact with their storytelling, yeah, I think. they want to say something, um, and I can respect yeah. that. Um, uh, anything else before I not go really. into some my stuff? Gr- my girlfriend's watching Good Doctor and Handmaid's Tale and Killing Oof. Eve, and I don't know how to deal with I, that. Oh, um, man. I know, right? Hey, you know how you should deal with that? Watch, Watch Killing Eve. I heard. Killing so Eve I come is in after work. And I'm ha- and she's halfway through Killing Eve, yeah. and so the last thirty minutes while I'm cooking, watching the yeah. first episode of Killing Eve, I'm like, "What the fuck is like, this? It's really weird. Why, like, why did it's... they just murder the entire cast of Grey's Anatomy except yeah. Sandra? Oh, what is going like, on? It's like it's it's so good because it's so Killing Eve it is just like espionage thriller between Sandra O oh, who is like trying to hunt down who's an MI five operative who is trying to hunt down a an assassin uh nuts and this is like, anime levels of plot yeah, explanation by the way th- yeah there's lots of uh tension there's lots of gore there's lots of shocking things but it's also hilarious like really? the show has a beating heart it is a human show and it is really funny it's not like over like it's not like wink wink nudge nudge we're making a joke funny but it's like it's like it's it's oh this is how people would speak in real like this is how these people would talk to each other in real life and in real life this dude would make that joke and it's a funny joke to try and you know diffuse the tension and stuff like that yeah it's a really funny show honestly i think the um because it just hit hulu recently um and there's one of the uh ads on hulu for for killing eve i think is the perfect uh uh, say, uh, sell on it because it's like the beginning where this lady's like, she Sandra O walks into this room and there's you know red twine and stuff like that connecting pictures <laughs> and she's just like she's like it's like I just walked in the inside of my brain like why do you want me and she's like oh because you uh because you're fastidious you jump to wild conclusions and you follow harebrained theories like, oh thank you like stuff like that like yeah. little things that's, that are they're not that's like, an impressive writing to do yes. that tonal shift the, it is i'm, I'm very one of curious the now. best written shows of like the last five years it's so good it's speaking so of which i need to watch season two of the good place you up. need to watch yes you do you need to watch all of the good um now, i've seen season one yeah like, loving you. and we just haven't gotten a two yet yeah um atlanta still great uh the stuff they did with season two of atlanta God, i need to fucking watch atlanta oh. God, the oh, second that's season also of Atlanta. Shout out, like in the top five of my yeah. like singles of the year, definitely this is America. Like, yeah, fuck, uh, so good. Like, All right. um, there's one episode in the second season of Atlanta that is just a full on, like Atlanta's this hilarious subdued comedy, and there's one episode in the second season that is a full on, like Get Out level horror movie. Um, yes, I heard about that. Also, love this year. Uh, genuinely, one of the most relaxing pleasant will make you cry in the best way man the new netflix queer eye show is so good it yeah, is my girlfriend's watching that too she's watched more shows than i have <laughs> it's so good i love it i love yeah. it um 
Uh, I tried to watch season two of Glow, and I couldn't get past how miserably hateful all those characters had, like, I feel like suddenly become. I couldn't get to episode three. So by all those characters, you mean Betty Gilpin, because that's just her, pretty much. Everybody else is still pretty, like, Betty Gilpin's character gets really, like, hateful. Is that the um, The blonde blonde lady? Yeah. Well, I don't but know like, the one the main character and Mark Marin. I don't like how they respond to anyone either. Like, Those I mean, three. Mark Maron's, I mean, Mark Marin's character is the exact same way in the first season. He feels worse to me for some reason. Well, also like, he much did just worse. find out he has a teenage daughter. I guess um, is that an like, excuse to like be a terrible? I mean, person? if you're <laughs> already that guy, it's going to turn it up a little bit. Yeah, sure. like I but feel yeah, like I every couldn't get character, past season, episode you know, three. I feel like and it made every me sad. character evolution in that in the second season of that show makes 100 percent sense like complete I'll, sense. I'll give it a try again but i um, felt like it's really shitty watching these people attack each other kind of early on a meaner show because betty gilpin's character is so like he really like, hammers it for me i can she's definitely but, the worst offender but she's like yeah of course she is right like because yeah, she was wrong she should be and, yeah she should be like, i know yeah, that's another like, thing like i hundred percent understand and respect why these people are being this way. Yeah. And I don't think emotionally I want to deal with that Listen, in a show I, I want to watch. I understand. So that's Listen, my you thing. don't want that energy in your life. I get it. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Which but sucks, like, I, feel like, I really wanted to finish the but, show, like, but I don't I feel think like it's I can. all earned. And yeah, I will say it, that doesn't stick around forever. And the second half of that yeah. season is very nice. There's one episode that's just, <laughs> is it the second season? There was, there's one episode that's just an episode of glow or is that the first season? I think the second. Yeah. There's I a feel second like season I heard where one of the episodes yeah. is just like someone turned on a TV in the eighties and it was a, just an episode of glow. That's kind of the tone for the second half of that season. Very good. Um, American Vandal was one of the best shows on TV. Yeah. One I need to get on that things too. I've ever watched. Uh, I want to finish Black Mirror at some point and all that stuff. Uh, I want to know what Bandersnatch is because I have no clue and I, I want no insight on it. Um, I want to go Earp, in blind. Winona Earp I really liked. Um, yes, we do, we saw the first I, season of Winona Earp. That was another I need to, fi- I need to watch the third supernatural season. Thing. I've watched the second season, first and second season. I really like both of them. I need to watch the yeah. third. Um, I don't like Black Mirror. I really like it. <laughs> I feel like every episode of Black Mirror is just like, some fucking edge lords notebook that just says what if phones but too much like yeah congratulations technology's <laughs> bad we're all gonna die good job oh what what's I mean, that a third act twist no i just no don't get me wrong they have great episodes san junipero beautiful yeah masterpiece but like for the most part it's just like yeah what if phones but too much yep mm-hmm. what <laughs> technology's gonna be the end of us what? No, you're kidding. Because you know why it's called Black Mirror, right? Because it's a black mirror being held up to society. And also, when you look at your phone and it's turned off, it's a black mirror. Like, I, I respect the show, but man, it's just... I it's didn't too, even like, think about that. It's, I didn't it's, even think about that. I am the audience. Oh, it's kind of like... Mark. It's kind of how you feel about like glow. I feel about that. It's just like, yeah, congratulations. Uh, you came to the most cynical conclusion of everything in our life. Here's your cookie. Go away. Like, I don't, I don't want that. I don't need this. So you don't think it's our generation's twilight zone or do you not like twilight zone? Oh no, I think it's close. I, I think it's more cynical than twilight zone. Um, okay. Like, I can probably agree like, with you there. Twilight zone. Definitely. I, I mean, listen again, I think Black Mirror is incredibly well made. I think it's well written. It's well done. 
But like, I just, it's too cynical. It's way too cynical. That's but fair. except for when it's not. Stuff like San Junipero is actually really nice, uplifting. Like when it doesn't want to be the edgiest kid on the block, it can make <laughs> the greatest art you've ever seen. This is but where the sidewalk like, ends, motherfucker. It just feels like more often than not, it wants just to be the coolest, like, yeah, uh, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, that thing that you like, it's actually bad. Like, oh, congratulations. <laughs> oh, boy, you're so much smarter than me. I'm really happy. Now, you go and you go over there and be miserable, Speaking. and I'm just going to go over here and be happy. Maniac is really good. Uh, show on Netflix. It's um, Jonah Hill and Emma Stone uh, by Carrie Fukunaga, who directed the entire first season of True Detective. It's this weird. If you like, sorry to bother you, go see Watch Maniac. It's got like a similar right. weird kind of like alternate reality vibe. Like alternate reality yeah. sci-fi vibe. Very very good. Um, I think that's about it coming to my mind. Uh, yeah. King of the Hills on Hulu. So, so speaking of. Speaking of technology that's going to ruin everything, what's your favorite video game of the year, Adam? <sighs> My favorite video game of the year? Probably Spider-Man. Just like yeah. when it comes to just pure joy brought to me. Um, Spider-Man God of War is pretty neck and neck for God me. Of War. God of War's got such a good story. God of War's such really a good. Wor- like, I'm such a bitch for world building. Just just world stuff. Yep. Um. So this is the year. So I was in the weird camp before this year that I really liked Darksiders more than God of War. And now it's definitely oh, been flipped. Boy. I don't even it's know definitely if I would been flipped. I don't know if I would compare those two. I That's what kinda... I always saw. Like people mm-hmm. when the first Darksiders game came out in like oh nine, all yeah. people called it a God of War ripoff. I no, didn't people... care. And no. I didn't, you know, bother. When the, but. when the first Darksiders came out, people called it Zelda May Cry because it was a Zelda game with Devil May Cry combat. That's true. It was Zelda yeah. May Cry. Um, That's fine. But um, yeah, no, the new this battle was amazing. Darks- yeah. Uh, real, real quick, I have Darksiders 3. I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm going to beat it because I've beaten every Darksiders game. I've heard it's almost like with some of the movement and combat, it's almost like Dark Soulsy. Yes. Yes, and a lot of people did not like that. And did yeah, not no, want because that. that's not what you so came they to made Dark a cla- for. Yes, exactly. But they made a classic mode, and that's okay. what I've been playing it on. Okay. Well, um, they patched like, it. Darksiders so. is a is a character action like Devil yes. May Cry old God of War game. You're you're yeah. you're wanting to get a big combos and just kill a. Like, yep. Yeah. No, you don't want it. You don't want that deliberate punishing. Dark yes. Souls, but it feels like it was made by a team that maybe didn't work on those first two Darksiders games because it yep. was made by a different crew because THQ, it's weird. Um, Burned down and now it's Nordic. Yeah, THQ Nordic. Um, I've kind of come back around on Red Dead Redemption. I have, Red Dead Redemption's weird. <laughs> Listen, Red Dead Redemption mm. is a feat. One of the best games Stand I've ever Stand up played. on that box. I will it's, lean back it's, and listen. Man, I don't, I, I don't have much else to say. It's just like... I need to play it again. I think I played it wrong. There's no wrong way to play it again, <laughs> but I think I played it wrong. I need to play it again and take my time. Like, the first time I played I love through it. that. Like, not even in, like, a cynical, ha-ha, yeah. dickbag way. I just, yeah. I don't know. So, specifically, I read Dead 2, you saying that just, I don't know, like, makes me giggle. Like, I, I was so invested in the story, I just kind of barreled through the game, and that's not 
how you're meant to play it. Oh no! Did you never fall off your horse and laugh at it like everyone oh, else I on fell YouTube off my did? Horse a lot. Oh no! You should go on. <laughs> I have videos on my Twitter. I found a crossroads in that game where your horse just spontaneously combust is a glitch. And so what? I was on here talking to Derek, and I'm just talking. I'm playing Red Dead, just like yeah. And there's, oh no! Oh god! Oh god! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Oh god! Oh god! What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Because my horse catches on fire. It runs away. It falls to the ground. I run over. I use horse reviver on it to make sure it doesn't die. Then I catch on fire. Uh, and I managed to not die. That's fucking sentence. I managed to not die, and then another wagon comes through, and its horses catch on fire, and the wagon catches on fire, and then another wagon comes, and then a okay. guy rides through on his horse, and his horse just well, dies out from up underneath him. Um, what you're telling is I should get Red Dead to not play the story <laughs> mode and just do that. Like here's Got the it. thing: like Red Dead tells a really good story, but it is a game that I I commend what it does. Because it's something that no other game would do. It is a game that moves at its own pace. Right. It is a game that is going to do what it's going to do. And I think that no other game could afford to do that. Could afford to make that choice. Right, because Rockstar. And I think it works. uh, Yeah. But it's still, like, not the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's actually really interesting to see how many Game of the Year awards it hasn't won. Like, I thought it was a lock. Uh, but it seems like a is lot Spider-Man of winning anything? No, but God of War is. Okay. Uh, a lot of places have gone with God, mm, God of War. God of War. Um, so, also great. this is a dumb thing to say, and I don't even know if it's a real, like, comparison, but it's just where my brain's going right now. Um, God of War feels like New Japan, and uh, Red Dead feels like WWE. <laughs> like, You're right, in, in that's not a great comparison. Of, like, I don't know why I said it. It just felt like something needed to be said, and like, I apologize. In that, like, in that... <laughs> well, no, because, like, God of War is also... Has a huge billion-dollar corporation behind it. This is and, true. like, it's... It's just... I don't know. They're very different. Um, I just think God like of War is more of a singular vision. Uh, Corey Balrog, yeah. the game director on that game... Um, yeah is a great guy does has done a ton of great interviews and like you can tell yeah. that game is his baby whereas uh red dead was like it's it's like uh it's like god of war is the social network and red dead is the king speech like <laughs> red dead is incredibly well made um can we say and... girl with the dragon tattoo because i like that one more <laughs> no uh, because those both because god because the girl with the, or because uh the king speech and social network came out in the same year and That's King's fair. Speech got a lot of awards that were deserved to go to the social network. Although right. it seems like history you. is not rewriting itself. Um, but yeah, uh, I I appreciate what Red Dead does, and I think it's worth playing. I want to go back and do it again um, because some of the <laughs> little stuff out there is really interesting. Like for example, there's one little mission. It's easy to miss. Um, where this guy is like a drunk in town. He's like, man. I got my, my my wife took my son and left. I'm out of money. I'm broke. Bank took my house. Could you just go back to my house? And like, I've got <laughs> a bottle of whiskey and a little bit of money. And please get my ledger. Please. I need my ledger. So you do it for him. And you go and you go to the house. There's like a bank note on it saying like foreclosed and what have you. And you go in. It's just like a nice little house. There's like toys on the ground where his kid was. And you get the bottle of whiskey and then. You can't find the ledger, and there's a there's a little flap to go down to the basement. You go in the basement, and in the basement there are chains, and uh, whips, and you find oh, this oh. ledger, 
And the ledger, as you read through it, you realized this guy caught, bought, and sold slaves. And yeah. so you have to go back to him and you have the like, or no, you go back to him and like, he's like, oh, thank you so much. And you like throw the bottle of whiskey at him. And he's just like, what are you talking about? What are you talking And then Arthur just takes the ledger and throws it in the fire. And he loses his mind. He's just like, what are you doing? Like, that's all I had left. And he's like, this is what you had? And he's, you know, like, the world moved on. The world changed on me. You know, that's why he lost everything. Because the world moved on. And, like, that's a little fascinating story that's really easy to miss. And little things like that, I think, are, are what make that game. Um, other stuff worth looking at. Uh, There's a game called Donut County, where you play as a raccoon who's controlling a hole that's sucking up stuff in around a town that's an out al- that's an allegory for gentrification it's very good oh my uh, god uh, uh into the breach is great it's by the guys who made ftl it is this little turn-based mech strategy game that's basically a puzzle game so you're on like a three by three grid like a four by four grid and you yeah. have your mechs and you have these aliens and do you know what all the aliens are going to do. It shows you where their attacks are going to go, where it's going to get damaged, and you have to choose where to move your mechs, what attacks to do, and how that'll affect everything. And, like, I know people who would sit at a level and stare at it for 20 minutes and get up, go get a cup of coffee, come back, stare at it. Just this one one turn. Not even, like, the whole, like, because it's a multi-turn game. Just this one turn trying to find the best way to play it. It is so good. Return or Into the Breach is so good. Um, Let me see what else we got. Tetris Effect. Awesome. Like, honestly. Yeah, Tetris I heard Effect, about that. My, like, Giant Bomb gave Tetris Effect Game of the Year. Because they are like, Damn. Tetris is probably the best game of all time. This is the best version of Tetris. Game of the Year. Nice. Um. Well, I might go grab it then. It's yeah, if you can find it on I like, get 40 bucks is worth it, but if you can find it on sale oh. it's even better. Um yeah. Uh what else we got? Uh Hitman 2's great, Monster Hunter World, fantastic. Yeah. I was never a Monster Hunter person. I did not like Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter World's awesome. Yeah, um, I was on, me and Cat were on a Monster Hunter World high for about 2 months. Yeah. And then probably the one that I love, oh my god, this game is so good. And it's really hard to describe, so bear with me. Return of the Obra Din. This is a okay, game. Okay, so, all right. Okay, what are you going to say? Have you heard about well, this? Yeah, from, uh, from, from, uh, uh, no punctuation from Yahtzee. It's his game of the year. Never mind. Uh, I know. I, that's why I stopped myself. No, it's fine. I was like, uh, shit, so, don't tell him. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, uh, Return of the Obra Din. <laughs> We're not so different, you and I. Push him that's, off the ledge. Push him off the ledge. That strikes me as his game of the year, though, because that is, right. I don't think, I wouldn't pick that as a game of the year, but if you're somebody who really likes the smells of their own farts and wants to be smarter than everyone else, that is 100% your game of the year. Um, <laughs> so, wait, Return of the Upper Dan, it's by the guy who made Papers, Please, which is a great game if you never played it. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can get it for like 35 cents anywhere. It's been out forever. And you are this guy, you are an insurance adjuster on a boat. They just came back into harbor. Everyone on the boat's dead. You have two photographs, and in those two photographs are everyone who was on the boat. You have a ledger of names, and you have this book that is unwritten with a bunch of chapters, and you have a special 
a pocket watch. You get on the boat, and you find a corpse. And as you use your pocket watch on the corpse, you get transported into a frozen moment in time when that person died. And so you travel from these little vignettes to vignettes that are just these frozen moments in time. And your job is to find out which name goes with which face. How did they die? Were they killed? Like, it's this huge logic puzzle. It is so good. It's unlike anything I've ever played. Uh, Like, going through it, you, like, learn about the roles on a ship in the 1800s. (laughs) Because you have to, like, figure out, like... Somebody's like, oh, go get the longshoreman. And you're like, okay, so this guy's the longshoreman. <laughs> but I have it written in here that the longshoreman is Brad. So that's Bradley. Okay, cool. Bradley's that dude. And like, and, My you, God. and you have to figure out how everybody died. And it starts out really easy, but then you start going into death scenes that get send you into other death scenes that send you into other death scenes. It is so good. It is so unique. Man. The audio design in it is incredible. It has this awesome look. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Turn of the Overden. Like, it's the most unique game I played this year. Um, also, this also Dead definitely Cells. doesn't sound like a... Yeah, Dead Cells. I figured that'd be on there. so good. Yeah. Your description alone just sounds like it's too tedious for my brain to handle, but I'm sure I mean, it's if, if you masterfully ever, crafted. I mean, I don't know. If you ever did any, like, logic puzzles and the like when you were younger, like, I did them in school. When I was younger, you know? yeah, I'd love yeah. them, but now yeah. I just, my, my yeah. soul wait, doesn't wait, feel like it wait, can handle that weight anymore. Reawake that shit. Like, I will say that the, the game does a really good job of easing you into it. Um, okay. It starts with just, like, you start at the very end. Like, you start at the captain's body, and he's the last one to die. And Gotcha. But it doesn't mean you go back in time. It's like each time, like you discuss, like so you'll like you find the captain's body, and that fills in the last chapter in the book. And then from there, you get sent to like the sixth chapter, and from there, you get sent to yeah. the twelfth chapter. Um, but it's oh my god, it's so good. It's like incredibly unique, so great. Um, that's about it. Dragon Ball Fighters is really good. I'm not a uh, that's right. Fighting games person. Fighters is fun. Fighters um, is just beautiful. It's just it's, well yeah. made. Um, I'm um, not a big, uh, I wouldn't put it on the list, but, uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins I've had a good time with. Oh, also, a couple of, uh, mobile games. There's a game called Goragoa that's really tough to describe. It's this beautiful puzzle game where you're, like, looking at, like, these, like, beautiful oil paintings of, like, Florence, Italy, and you're trying to find stuff in, and basically you have these four panels, and so you have the painting in one panel, and then you, like, take a layer of the painting and move it to the second panel. And then you take a layer of that and move it to the third panel. It's really hard to describe, but it's amazing. And uh, last up, there's a game called Florence that is about... It's this little mobile game. You play it in like 45 minutes. And yep. it's one of the best stories I've ever seen in a video game. It is about a relationship. About the beginning, the middle, and the end. Um... The main gameplay part of it is you have these puzzles. And so you're putting the pieces together, these puzzles. And it's like, you know, the first date and stuff like that. And it starts off really easy. It's like two pieces. So easy to put together. It's, it's just, it's so smooth. It works perfectly. You know, this is perfect. And as the relationship goes on, it gets just a little tougher to get the puzzle together. And a little tougher and a little tougher. And then when you kind of realize that, like, 
when Florence comes to the realization that like, uh, so I just, so you get to the point where she realizes that it's not, it's just not working. You have one last puzzle and no matter what you do, no matter how fast you go, no matter how hard you try, you just can't make the pieces fit. And like, you're meant to fail because the relationship can't, it just doesn't work. It doesn't fit. Bro, and it is why you so, do this to me. It's so good. I remember because uh, I played it, and I was listening to. Uh, if you want to crash, if you want like about a thirty-hour crash course in video games in twenty eighteen, <laughs> uh, yeah. the website Giant Bomb records all of their game of the year deliberation in, as podcasts. And That's so it's like amazing. They release they release one a day for five days, like between Christmas and New Year's, and they're each like five hours long. <laughs> This uh, sounds like a really intense, like, fucking Rivendale the, cou- council it's meeting. It's the best. It's the best. <laughs> and, like, Vinny Caravella, the guy's a giant bomb, who is a gift, who I love, uh, he's describing this. And, like, I've played it. And you could tell that, like, that moment hit on something in him. Like, some yeah. past memory. Because he, like, starts crying describing it. He's, just, like, he's like, you're just trying. He's like, you're just you want to get the pieces together and the pieces just don't fit together. And it's just like, Oh my God. Like tears yeah. in the rain. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, Florence is, it's like Florence is like $2, $3 on iOS. And it's, it's really good. It tells a beautiful story right. that like it's, I've never played a game like it. And it, it just shows what games can do. And it also is a great yeah. thing to throw into someone's face when they try and uh, be <laughs> shitty about mobile games. Oh my God. <laughs> right in the feels. Yes. All right. Well, uh, anything else? Anything else? I don't think uh, so. I think I'm um, good. Yeah, to... we we pumped through doing a new thing. Uh, I want to just you know thank you, I guess, for this new year heading in, and yeah. I want to take more time. like I just yeah. want to take more responsibility for this, and I'm glad you yeah. let me. Well, no, like uh, grab that because I I always saw that as a temporary thing. Uh, yeah, because I just because I, I I was more of a podcast guy than you. So like, yeah, yeah. But now you are. Now you're there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, no I, I never saw it as like a full thing. Like, yeah, it's your show. Right. One of these days. One of these days. Yeah. All, so this was all, the best of everything the light 2018. Will be, will be yours. Yes. <laughs> best uh, of 2018. Our, playing yes. out um, the middle by Zed, and I think it's like Manson Morris. She's a country know. singer. I don't know. Um, but this man, this chorus really hits me really good for some reason. Um, I don't know why it doesn't work for me. And that's it. All right. Uh, N.A. Davis 47 on Twitter. Uh, Existentialism exit. and yep. consumerism w- with uh, one instead of the eye. Yes. Uh, we'll see you next time. to Pastamania. It uh, comes out every other Wednesday. Yes. Just had SummerSlam 2013 up. Um, yep. The saga uh, of Daniel Bryan. Yes. Uh, do we know what we're doing next week? Um, I have a couple ideas. I think... We're either gonna do the 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 one hit wonders again yeah. for uh, either the '80s or we're gonna go ahead and do the 2010s. I haven't decided I, yet. I, I'm interested in like taking that as a very literal thing and seeing how dumb the idea of one hit wonder is, or like see how dumb following yeah. that rule is. Nah, but yeah, uh, or we'll see. Or what else are you gonna do? Um, man, I had something. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. It's uh, fine. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, so we'll right. be back uh, next week. I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah you gotta and play disappear in the snow. for like five days. I'll be back on Monday. I might go to Raw. I might come drive back from Louisville and go directly to Monday Night Raw. I haven't decided. Yeah. Uh, 
Because, you know, that's what you do. Uh, so, yeah, thank you very much. Uh, anything else? Thank Any you. last words? That's it. Here's to the next year. Oh.